In this episode of Anne versus Marriage, how to date your wife. Or something like that. We're struggling with the name. The podcast. How good do you want your life to be? You gotta live on purpose for a purpose. It's truly about becoming the best version of yourself. It's possible. This is Man vs. Merit, the podcast. And welcome back to another episode of Man vs. Marriage. Quincy Moran in the studio along with Jenny Moran. And we are here because we have another episode. And buckle your seatbelt, ladies and gentlemen. It's going to be a great ride. Before we get into the details of the show, remember you can connect with us at MVSM Podcast on Facebook. Coach at Man vs. Marriage Podcast.com. And you can check me out on Instagram, Quincy, Q-U-I-N-C-Y, underscore, Moran, M-O-R-A-N, underscore. And that's where I hang out the most when I get uh, messing around with social media. So, today, I'm having a hard time really naming this show, honey, so post-production I'll probably come up with something nifty. But looking at it, I want it to be a series on how to date your wife. Why is that? Uh, like we were talking off mic, um, when a guy is dating a girl, it's time to impress. Okay, time to show her what kind of a stud you really are. Yeah, uh, so you never, you never look past an opportunity to show her how awesome you really are in hopes of scoring this chick, especially if you're in the mode when it's like time to get married. Or anyway, it, that was me. Um, I wanted to put my best foot forward. I wanted to be the best me so that you could see that. And you didn't know all my dirty little secrets until, you know, we really got married, started living with one another. And, you know, then all, then all the realness comes out. But <laughs> I think after 20 years of marriage, um, Oh, it's real now. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I don't want to get into those stories about how real that is, but, um, what I think is important and something that's occurred to me is that when we were dating, um, I'd spend my last 60 bucks on you at the fair um, just because it's what you wanted and I did want to impress you. And I, I didn't wanted... know it was your last 60 bucks in all fairness. I actually challenged that because I said, all I have left out of my paycheck is 60 bucks and you said, good, you can spend that on me at the fair. That's how I remember it. Um <laughs> so that's what I did. Um but I would uh I would inconvenience myself. I would do things even though I was tired. I would do things I necess didn't necessarily want to do because I was in that dating mode. Whether I was trying to impress you or whatever the case is, I was showing you that best part of me and I left the worst part of me behind so that I would impress you. I don't know what the word is because it's not like I was being fake, but I was doing those things because I wanted to and I wanted to keep you guessing. I wanted to, I wanted that newness for you not to know what was going to happen. Um, I wanted to make you smile, feel wanted, feel a lot of really good things. Um, and I wanted to be the cause of that. And then life happens or kids happen, or illness happens. And 
what tends to happen after that is you start to unknowingly start to kind of take things for granted at times. And I've had moments of greatness, as I like to call them, like um, whenever I planned your first Alabama game and, you know, set up the babysitting and the meals and uh, the plane tickets and, you Other know. Other than Kiki's ankle, that was a great plan. Yeah, no, I, that, that did Life not. happened. That was not for me. Um, but, you know, I. After all these years, I kind of got the idea that it's like, you know what, dude, you you need to go back to that mode of dating your wife again because you need to you need to invest time in her so that she feels wanted, she feels needed, she feels special just because she's your best girl in the world. Um, so I want to do a, a series, and maybe this kicks it off, or maybe this is a show about that. Um, but I want to know what makes a girl feel special. What makes you feel special? What did I do, if you remember back when we were dating, that I could do more of? Because you know I'm, you know how I am. I just want you to give me the playbook. And uh, I can take that and run with it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. So what is... Uh, what what was it that I did in the beginning or what maybe did you do in the beginning when we were dating um, that maybe we don't do as much of anymore? Well, when we were dating, it was just the two of us. So finding time and making time wasn't difficult. Now it's a little more chaotic because we have eight other humans that require our time and not all at once and not always separate. So... <clears throat> I think for us now, it's more um, purposefully planning time together. Um, stuff that you've done in the past and you still do now is making sure that when things are overwhelming or um, <clears throat> when you can see that I've had my limit on something, you you step in and take over or you give me a break without me having to ask for it. Um, the other thing is making time for us to go out with other people. You know, sometimes it's just, I need to go get away for a night with a friend and go remember what it's like to just be me. Mm -hmm. You know, um, sometimes it's us getting away and going to do something we love and being rambunctious and crazy with it. You know, hockey obviously is one of the huge ones for us, but we are a lot more free and fun when we're not in the bubble of responsibilities. Um, I do love when you bring me flowers. It took a lot for me to get to that point. Um, but you still do that. Periodically, you'll bring stuff home that I wasn't expecting. The other night when you came home with a big bag of Reese's, that was pretty cool. <laughs> Considering the day I had had, that was awesome. Um but you, you started honing in on those things. You started honing in on um, when I needed something without me having to say, hey, can you stop and do this? Hey, I need you to do this. Um, when we were dating, you just did stuff. You know, our big thing back then was driving over and getting chocolate vanilla swirled frozen yogurt and Reese's cups because it was right down the street from your house and it was my favorite thing in the world. But you did it every single time I came over just because it was my favorite dessert. Mm -hmm. um, 
It, that's that's the stuff I remember. You know, a lot of the time when we were dating, we spent with other people. We didn't spend a whole lot of time on our own until we got closer to marriage. Um, so it's hard to pinpoint exact little things that we did that was just us. But you did make it a point, like if I wanted to spend time with my family or if there was um, a gathering or something that I really wanted to be a part of, you made sure to make it a point that we did that, even if it wasn't what you wanted to do or wasn't the group of people we wanted to be with. I've done the same thing um, over the years. We just figured out what being uncomfortable was and if it was okay to deal with it for a little while or not. Mm-hmm. Um, and we just kind of redefined those boundaries. But family is family, so there are some things that had to be... Yeah, we that we had to change. <laughs> yeah. I think one of the things that... Um really comes to mind for me, you know, because you can get stuck in the rut of just monotonous things or being a creature of habit. But when you're dating, you're more apt or more willing to try something new that you've never done just because you're kind of in it to impress that person. Like you're still in the feeling out stage. So it's like, well, I've never done this. It's not something that I would do, but I would be willing to go and maybe try that with this person. When you put more thought into it. I mean, we've had, um, in the beginning, we had a couple of Valentine's Days where we just, we didn't have a whole lot. But you and a friend took the time to make a menu, you know, print it out on the computer, went to the store, bought the stuff for dinner, cooked the dinner, and we had this this little table in the middle of our living room, and we made a, a date night out of it like we were in a restaurant. And it was actually restaurant-style food, so it was really cool. But you took the time for those little details. And that's that, to me, means more. When you're... When you're going into all the detail of it, when you go and you get something... Um, I'll use the ring you bought me for Christmas last year. Okay. Okay? I don't... For me, it's hard to say I want jewelry. It's hard for me to justify in my head spending that kind of money on something for myself other than tattoos, which is a whole other issue, but that's not part of this. But I had a hard time justifying I want a piece of jewelry. Now, I have two rings that you've ever bought me besides this one. Both of them I wore every day from the day you gave them to me. Anything that you've ever given me, I wear save one piece of jewelry and that's just because I replaced it with my grandmother's. Um, but when you bought the ring, it wasn't the ring itself. It wasn't the pink stone. It wasn't the ring itself. It was the fact that you had our saying inscribed in it. So no matter who I give the ring to later on in life when I pass or no matter what's going on in my day or that's something that's between you and me and nobody else. And it's something that I think made that ring mean more to me because it was just, it was a detail about me that nobody else knows but you. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's something that you knew means a lot to me. I mean, I have it tattooed on my skin. That's how engraved it is between the two of us. Yeah. Um, But it's knowing that detail that meant a lot to me. And I can tell it means a lot just by the emotion that's on your face. And... So, I mean, what I'm kind of hearing from that or, or, you know, what I'm taking away from that is uh, for us as guys, first, you got to know your girl. You've got to know your girl. 
or girls, you've got to know your guy or, you know, whoever's listening. But something that's special to you is when I take time to plan something or to maybe buy something and it's the details that count, maybe not the overall experience or maybe it's not just that it's a ring, but it's the details that I put into planning it that seem to make you feel more special. Well, look at the Alabama trip. It wasn't just the fact that you were taking me to an Alabama game. Alabama is your thing and that's something that we now share. Going to a football game is was not at the time on my bucket list. This was, you know, if we get there, we get there. What made it special for me was you took care of what meant something to me. I didn't have to make any of the plans, the reservations, the details of the plane, the car, the hotel. That's normally my job. As mom and wife, I plan the schedule. I plan the who, what, when, where. I make sure it runs smoothly. And if there's a hiccup in the plan, I'm the one that jumps in to find out who can fix it. I didn't have to do any of that. The child care, which is my biggest hang up whenever we do something is who's going to be with the kids. Do they know my routine? Do they know the schedule? Are they fit to do this? There was a lot, especially in that time of our life that went into that. I didn't have to do any of it. I didn't even have to pack my bag. All of that was done for me. All I had to do was show up. If it hadn't been for Kirsten snapping her ankle before we were supposed to leave that night, I wouldn't have had to do anything. Nope. It would have been, it just would have been so cool because it would have been, hey, I'm picking you up in about 15 minutes and we're leaving. Exactly. And I don't have to tell you where we're going until we get to the airport. But, you know, life happens. But you know what? Even in that, you told me what was going on. We had to take care of Kirsten, but I didn't have to worry about Kirsten. Mm-hmm. You were already home. We already had the the trip planned. You were getting ready to leave with me anyhow. So the only worry we had was getting her from point A to point B so we could get on the road and get down to where our airport, our airplane was. But that that's what it was. It was the details. It's the things that are normally on my plate or not. You know, we planned... Um, this year, we're going to a hockey game for New Year's. We've never done anything for New Year's. We've, right. we've always done it with the kids, which is not a bad thing. But in 20 years' time, we've never done New Year's. Mm-hmm. We've always done it with somebody else with their kids or with our kids. Yeah. This is the first one we're doing on our own. That's why when you mentioned it, I'm like, yeah, let's go for it. Let's, let's go for it. Let's do it. But that's just it. It's just one of those things where it's something we haven't done. It would mean something to me to do it. Mm-hmm. And there was no argument. There was no fight. There was no, how do we make this work? It was just, okay, we're going to do it. Those are the things I think that are the the most meaningful to me because you knew it would mean something to me. And it wasn't something where, even if we had to figure out how to make it work, you knew it meant something to me. Mm-hmm. So we make those things happen. You know, trying to get you to your first NFL game. I almost pulled the trigger but then finding out that you have a certain game in a certain place that you want to be your first game. Okay, then I'm going to hold this off and we're going to do this the right way because that's what's important to you. I could have just taken you to a game and said, yeah, but at least we went to your first game. But it wouldn't have meant the same. You know, honey, it would have meant it would have meant just as much because I know your heart and what you were doing for me. 
But um, how much more does it mean when the detail is met? I don't. I don't know. I mean, it would have been a detail because it was about me. You just asked me, so then I gave my input. And if we had gone to that game, it would have been. It wouldn't have been any less special than it was because you were doing something for me and you were really trying to surprise me with it. And I probably rained on that parade and screwed it up. So I'm sorry about that. Nah, you just made a better one. That's all. Oh, good. A better parade. <laughs> <laughs> I, th I think the most important part for me, um, and we've talked about this before, like when your Christmas shopping was last minute, things like that. Those are the things that frustrate me because that's what makes me feel like I'm a last minute thought. Right. You know, um, when I do, Christmas and birthdays, I always, you know, we have money lauded for the kids or whatever. I have stuff for you before I have stuff for the kids. It's an automatic. I don't know why I work that way, but I do. I've had stuff for you since August just because I saw something and went, that's him. Mm -hmm. I always have that mindset of putting you before anything else. So I guess the hard part when you started doing the the 24th, the 23rd and the 24th for shopping. I was like, dude, I'm like the last one on your list. And I know that wasn't your intention behind it. It was just kind of a tradition you fell into with someone else. Mm -hmm. But like now we have conversations of what would make you happy. What is it that you want? Is Do you want to go somewhere? Do we want to do something? Do we want to give something? Mm -hmm. Um I think that's really what people need to do. Find out what's important to her. A, what's the love language? That That's the first and foremost it's going to come forward yeah. is, um, you know, ours has always been quality time and personal touch. Those, those have always been ours. Okay, so for us, having time together, going on dates, making arrangements, going on weekends, um, you know, even if it's just closing the door and watching a movie and shutting the kids out, those are the things I think are the most important. That That's the first place I would start. The second place is you text me all the time. You call me all the time. I know it's hard for people during work. When we were dating, we used to have pagers. Okay, I'm going to age <laughs> myself here. But during the day, getting a page, just knowing you were thinking about me, made me happy. Now when you're working, we text each other. And it might not even be getting this long elaborate it might be a silly little gift thing that you send me and that's fine but at least I know you're thinking about me and it's something that came up you know I'll run across something I do it all the time I'll run across something and there'll be something on Facebook or you know al.com or something will pop up and it will be like a, a article on Tua I don't know if you've seen it but as soon as I see it holy crap Quincy was gonna want to know this and I'll text it to you just so when you have a lunch break it's something we can talk about later mm-hmm you know, it's, it's knowing that you're, you're thinking about that person and letting them know you're thinking about that person. That for me is huge. Yeah. Huge. I, I agree. And not just knowing about it and letting them know about it, but then putting some action behind it is mm -hmm. what I've found is a big deal. And like you said, it's the, you know, the love language is like the key piece because if you find out what makes your woman feel special, then you'll know what to listen for so that you can you can start planning. You can start scheming. I like to call it scheming so that you can surprise her. So if I had to kind of if I had to kind of put it in three simple steps, you know, first the first thing is um not one of the steps is learn her love language. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then be a great listener. 
ask questions about what makes her feel special. Once you do that, once you start to gather a list or you start to know what to listen for, um, to me, it's keep her guessing. Because I, I, like I like to make sure that, like if I'm just showing up at random, it's just there's random times where I never, I, I want you to never know what you're going to expect. You know, so if I'm doing things, I want it to be, I don't want it to be in some kind of a routine because I don't feel like the routine creates anything that makes you feel special. Because when you get into a routine, it's just what you do. Um, I think, as you know, as, from my point of view, is um, to really feel the moment. And whether it's a, something simple like a bag of Reese's Cups and some daisies from Walmart, or it's ex, or more on the extravagant side, like telling you I'm taking you to dinner for your birthday and we show up and there's a room full of people there at the restaurant and it takes you by surprise. A month after my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> We had things going on. There was, but that's just it, though. the The difference is, like, right now, our non negotiable is a weekend trip a month because we don't have our regular date night. That's something for me to look forward to. That keeps me in a mode of I can get through whatever's going on because I know that we get this time. The difference between that and you just showing up after work and saying, "Okay, Tatum's going to be here in fifteen minutes. You need to go change your clothes or whatever you need to do. We're going to dinner." that changes things that that's the oh you you thought about me we're doing something special this this took some some planning some forethought that's different that's very different mm-hmm. um but you also have to be willing to sit down and work out what works for you and what, what doesn't because there are things that you like to do or that you would want to do we go to the movies and there's some movies that you'll mention and it's like uh I have no desire, but it's something that's important to you that you really want to see. It's something that, that you've talked about before. So there's always that compromise in there. Okay, you're going to pick her up. You're going to surprise her. You're going to take her to dinner, and you're going to go to a movie. The dinner is her place. The movie is your place. There's always room to make those things a compromise, especially if you're in the dating phase of things, so to speak, because we had to do that in the beginning. We had to give and take and figure out, I do not like this particular restaurant, and you do. So I'm going to have to find something yeah. in there. Well, and that's my, you know, the, like the final, the third point is be willing to try new stuff um, like you would when you were dating. But be honest. If you don't like it, say that you don't like it. Then <laughs> you don't know until you try it. Yes. So be willing to to open yourself up for that. Now, I'm not saying that you need to do everything and be walked on and completely inconvenienced all the time because you, you know, you're trying to date your wife again. What I'm trying to do is help you um, continually keep that romance and that mystery and really build some anticipation so that your your wife knows that she still matters because when life takes over sometimes we get complacent or we take things for granted. And that is, I never want that to happen in my relationship again. I want her to know that I'm thinking of her, that she's important to me, that I care about her. I want to be intentional with my heart towards my wife and do things that will surprise her, make her feel loved, make her feel wanted, and, and make her feel loved and cherished and make her feel amazing. 
try this. For the very first thing you do, just try this. If you have a dry erase marker or a, a little sticky notepad or something of that nature, in the morning before you leave for work or while she's running around doing something downstairs or you're upstairs, whatever the case may be, write a little note on the mirror or a sticky note and stick it on there. Quincy used to do this for me all the time and he still does from time to time. Sometimes it's, it's in a text now more than anything. But just leave it. Don't tell her to go find it. Don't tell her where you left it. Just leave it and see what her reaction is when she finds it. That will tell you if that's something that she needs or if that's something that she's been looking for. Because for me, it has always been a thank you immediately after I find it. Just to let you know, I got it. I appreciate it. This, this was the perfect timing for me to find it, whatever it was. It's very, very simple, but it just puts the thought in her mind that you thought of her. And it's, it's anything. It can be you're beautiful. It can be whatever you know will mean something. Mm-hmm. But yeah. that will gauge right there and let you know, am I hitting the mark? Am I missing the mark? That's good. I love it. Thank you, honey. That's a pointer for me. All right. That'll wrap up this episode of Man Versus Marriage. Thanks for listening. Reach out to us with your ideas. What are you doing that I could take and use to up my game when it comes to loving my woman? Let me know. Until next time. Oh, what? Next time. Until the next time, the Q Dog is out. The podcast. How good do you want your life to be? It's truly about becoming the best version of yourself that's possible. This is Man vs. Marriage. The podcast.